You're listening to Please Save Me. Please Save Me is the official recap podcast of Chicago Heroes, network TV's number one drama. Chicago Heroes is definitely a real TV show, but you won't find it in any TV guide. And if you don't watch it, that's that's your problem. problem. You gotta take a side. You know what makes me really sick to my stomach? What? It's watching you stuff your face with those hot dogs. If you see me coming, you better run because I'm going to lay you the fuck down. Nobody, I mean nobody, puts ketchup on a hot dog. Smells like courage. Tis the season, Hero Heads, the season of fall. That's right. Uh, the clocks have been pushed back an hour, which means that the sun is setting an hour earlier, which means that you have more time to listen to. Please save me. Uh, so I hope that you're taking advantage of that right now. I can tell that you are if you're hearing my voice come to you over the airwaves. And who am I? I'm your host, Ben Flores. And with me, I have your co-host, who you've been waiting eagerly to hear from. Here she is. Sarah Black. Now that you have all that time to listen to the podcast, I thought I'd really give you time to just savor listening to me say my name. Uh, Yeah, and that's what you get during this season. I mean, people um, are probably starting to think about making their plans to hibernate for the winter, which means Mm. that they have time where they're not going to have anything to do besides be cooped up indoors. My cheeks are full of nuts. I would not be surprised if... uh, some of our listeners are listening to this at one third speed or, or so uh, yeah, just to kind of stretch it out and fill up all of those long nighttime hours. Yeah. And it's kind of the optimal heart rate for sleeping is when you listen to our podcast at 30 BPM, 30 BPM. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's uh, 30 BPM. So that would be very slow if you put that on for jogging and, uh, but and it would be the optimal pace of jogging for maybe like a giant. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I was buying myself time when I was talking through the thought process because mm-hmm. I couldn't think of whether it'd be the optimal pace of jogging for something much smaller than a person, like an ant no. or a giant. Ants, yeah. probably, they probably go faster than 30 beats per minute when yeah. they're running. Yeah. They're jogging. Do ants have hearts? Yes, but they don't have souls. Uh, so, Sarah, today we have, uh, a, we have an episode of the podcast that... Um, is going to be about the television show Chicago Heroes. Yeah, and this episode of the show really did get my heart rate up. 300,000 BPM. Absolutely. And our listeners, I was going to say that they're going to find out why, but of course they've, they've already, already watched, watched the, the episode, episode of, yeah, Chicago, of Chicago Heroes, Heroes because it aired on their aired television. aired on their television. Uh, so, you guys, so you guys, if you're listening, you probably already know mm-hmm. why it got Sarah's heart rate up. My heart rate up, yeah. Um, some of you probably did follow along with the workout that they showed as picture in picture through this whole episode where you could kind of play along with the episode. Mm -hmm. And that's a free feature they've just added. Yeah. You have to have PIP in your TV. Yeah. And it's funny because, um, that's a pretty old feature. And I think a lot of newer TVs and certainly, you know, if you're streaming the show on vine or whatever, doesn't have that. Oh, definitely not. My TV though has it. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. The boob tube. Oh yeah, you've got you got one of those old tube TVs, right? Mm-hmm. It's uh, I remember because I helped you with move PIP. that into your place. Um, yeah, an old tube TV with PIP. We had to hire the uh, piano mover guys yeah. to put that TV mm-hmm. in your place. Yeah, yeah, they were nice. 
Oh, yeah. Sad when they got smashed <laughs> by that uh, TV when it fell as it was just as we were supposed to be. Because I remember, because I was on your spec, your second floor, which uh-huh. is the first floor of your apartment. Um, uh-huh. And it's uh, uh, second floor of the building. Sure. Um, and I understand. The guys were calling up to me from the sidewalk. Do you got it? Do you got it? You and know, I was like, like yeah, 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 yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Because I thought they were asking was, do I, um, do I see it? Do I see the TV? Yeah. In retrospect, you could have clarified. Yeah. They could have clarified. That's true. Yeah. But now they did. Now they can't. Yeah. Uh, well, in any case, uh, we were able to catch the episode this week and boy, was it good. Yeah, we got it. Did we though? Or do we need a little help? I think we could use a little help. And that's why we've brought on a guest this week who's an expert in the helping. field. An expert in helping. An expert in helping and an expert in the field in which this episode majors and minors. Yeah. And that's uh, Trisha Brown. She's a comedy performer and a dance performer and teacher based in Chicago of all places. So what you got me thinking now is, did this episode of Chicago Heroes take place at a comedy competition? Uh, We're about to find out. Welcome, Trisha. Hey, guys. Pumped to be here. Pumped to have you. Oh, thanks. Pump it up. Pump the jam. That was the first song on the workout mix that uh-huh. uh, aired as PIP. If I had to give one note to the creators of the show, the writers, the producers, etc., it would be pick one song. Don't have a song happening in the episode, mm. but also a song happening in the workout. Maybe make them sync up somehow. Absolutely. Pump up the jam is what was playing on the... Um, PIP, but an entirely different song was playing when we opened on this episode. And Trisha, Conte Partiro, the um, do 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 sounds like the track. They really that was really good, right? No, yeah, I mean you, you sound like the track, like you, like you're, like that's the that's the that's the exact instrument. It sounded, I mean, immaculate. Well, and that's the little boombox I have here. I pressed play on, and I was just lip syncing. Oh, that's fun. It's an old podcast producer. Yeah, tricky, tricky. But it sounds like you agree with Sarah, though, that it was was it a little bit too much with two songs going at once through this whole episode. Oh, absolutely. I mean, a distracting. You could say maybe that that was what they wanted you to mm. feel. Well, yeah, that's definitely it. These people, the creators and writers, producers, gaffers on Chicago Heroes, don't do anything without some intention behind it. Everything they do is for a reason. So maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm stupid, right? No, like, I mean, I agree. I think it was distracting. It was hard for me to pay attention. Yeah. But I almost feel like, yeah, I mean, with that in mind, that they have that intention, they want us to go back and watch again and again to, and, again, and, again, and again, again to just pick up on the things that we missed the first yeah. time. And I well, missed what lot. David Foster Wallace said about Infinite Jest is that he expected Not people to read it twice. That. Yeah. Yeah. How many times have you read it? Hundred. Wow. So thousands. <laughs> nice. Yeah. No, I'm wow. exaggerating. Hundred times. Uh, so that's probably about as many times as I'm going to watch this episode. Um, oh yeah, we've could, already watched it. What ninety nine? Yeah, ninety nine. <laughs> yeah, and then we got it playing in the background in here now. So yeah, by the time so we finish recording this at. episode, it'll be a hundred. Yeah, it. I cannot tell a lie. You know, um, uh-huh. so so we've got you here, Trish, uh, not because this took place at a comedy competition. Oh right, so where did it take place? Where performer, did it take place? 
hip hop dance competition. Yes. So we like to bring a guest on who can not only provide kind of a color commentary sort of background just, yeah. f- theme plot motif sort of thing, but also somebody who's well versed in what the episode's even freaking about. Exactly. Sure. So this this episode took place at would you say it's one of the world's premier hip hop dance competitions? Yeah. I will say the accuracy of the show's portrayal of a hip hop dance competition of that size was really phenomenal. So everybody kind of lacing up their point shoes, everybody sort of um, putting on their fluffy tutus, that whole thing. That's exactly what you would kind of see if you were to walk in. Yes. Like, okay, great. Because the ballet dancers would greet you at the door and then you'd walk in and then you'd walk in and you'd see, and actually through that second set of double doors, through the second set of double doors that you'd have the tap dancers. And then through the third set of double doors, (laughs) you'd have the jazz dancers. And then finally you walk guys from the movies from the thirties with the big stairs. Yeah. Jumping over each other's heads. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And then you finally get through the, through that fourth set of doors and you're like at the competition, you see all the hip hop dancers. Right, but they, and were the hip hop dancers were they the ones in the street illegal cars spinning donuts? No, no, no. That was definitely the ballet dancers. That was hundred percent. Because I got confused through that four yeah, set of doors. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking like, you know, how many sets of doors are there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Could have been a whole episode about just opening different doors and finding different things. Right. You almost right. think that that is what's going to happen. Yeah, because but they then, spent a good 15, 20 minutes on just each section of. Um, vestibules or mm-hmm. entryways between the doors. Yeah, it was kind of cinematic, honestly. It, it reminded like, me of the movie like Snowpiercer, oh, where you okay. go from train car to <laughs> sure, train yeah. car, and you get a yes. you get a whole fully realized little cinematic world. Yeah. Yeah. in each one. And some of the people were eating each other. Definitely, yeah, that movie really messed me up. Yeah, and I'll we're not just honest. talking about sixty nine. We're talking the real deal. <laughs> yeah. but there were there There's was a lot, lot of sixty nine, yeah. and that's and true that's of so hip-hop. accurate. Okay. I could not. I mean, it is insane the yeah. amount of sixty nine that goes on at these competitions. It's a kind of like Olympians who are just constantly sort of do, doing it. Yeah, I mean, we're just we spend all our time on the dance floor. That mm-hmm. like. Any second you get to not be on humping. the dance floor, you're fucking just yeah. humping. Or, yeah, and I would say this this episode definitely took that approach. Yeah, uh, I mean it was directed by Brian De Palma, so it was kind of an erotic thriller. This uh-huh. episode, you know, he directed such works as Body Double and Femme Fatale. Yeah, mm. you felt uh, that in that episode for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there was a little bit of a kind of sexploitation kind of feel, a little bit of a like, you know. Is this sexy or is this scary? Yeah. Was the thing that I definitely kept getting from it. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. it's kind of basic instinct, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. fatal attraction. That can be a theme in in, in dance too. You sometimes yes. will watch pieces and you'll be like, Am I like horny for this or am I terrified? Yeah, do I like this or is it bad? Right. Like yeah. What am I cringing or am I lusting what yeah. you go through a lot you did i wet my pants emotions. or am i just wet 100 percent. yeah the word that i kept thinking of was carnal this was mm. a really carnal episode i kept thinking carnival because of all the doors and different types of performers yeah but that's smarter Definitely. that's smarter Definitely. yeah there was almost a femme fatality at this competition oh yeah for sure but before we get to that maybe we should talk about a little bit more of the setup who was who was the judge who was the judges? Oh yeah, so so basically the episode, you know, obviously you guys saw the 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 you know listeners already saw this, um, but if we have some of these um, these wackos who listen oh. to our show sometimes who didn't watch it on TV because they just like our voices, 
I or they just so. want something to listen to while they're like they around like the house. Off. Yeah. They j- wow. either jack off to it or they like do dishes or laundry or whatever, just cause they like live alone and maybe they want to feel like the Pretend house is a, a little friend. bit or just like feel like the house has people in it or, um, kind of like a security blanket. And their therapists have probably told them like, you should try at least 20 minutes a day of not doing that and just sitting mm. in silence and seeing how maybe that feels. And they've been like, okay, I'll definitely do that. And they tell their therapist that they've done that. But instead, what they do is just sit and listen to the podcast without doing something else so that it feels a little bit more solitary. And that's kind of the wacko that we're talking about here. You know what they could do is they could just turn their voice memo on in their phone when they go into the therapy and they could just re-listen to that session over and over. Oh, that's fun. I I don't ever want to listen to that. I, wonder, I wouldn't either. I don't want to know. I don't want to think about these wackos that listen to this yeah. podcast. Is it illegal? Yeah. Is it, I mean, I guess it's your own session, so you can record it. Right? I think it's 100% illegal. As long, um, yeah, I would okay. say. Depends on what state you're on. Um, and this is not a legal podcast, and we anal uh, lawyers. But <laughs> we, we, we are not a lawyers. <laughs> we um, are not a lawyers. <laughs> uh, but so don't, um, so don't come crying to us if you get in trouble for this. But anyway, um, so when we get back to the um, episode from the tangent we just took, we're still where we were, which is... Behind the doors. Behind the doors at a hip-hop dance competition Uh that's taking place in our fair, windy city of Chicago. Big one. And this is big time. This is being filmed for TV. So we've got a little bit of a show within a show happening here. Uh Uh-huh. And it's a big live event. I mean, this thing is practically (laughs) like a... What's that... um, What's that K-pop band that's really famous? BTS. This is like a BTS concert. Yeah, and wow. you say it's like a show within a show. There are people there trying to like capture it for television. It's going to be live on TV. And what I thought was really interesting is that the TV men, the extras playing the TV cameramen on the set of the show or, or on uh, 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 at the dance competition kept bumping into the real cameramen shooting mm, yeah. Chicago heroes and then kept kind of being like, Hey, watch out or whatever. Or like, Hey, which wait, are you uh, in the show or are you guy like me? It's like, uh, you know, when you're watching a world war two, uh, battle scene all the time, and the sand or the water, uh, kicks up and it splashes or hits the camera lens. Yeah, it was like that, time. but this was like you know gaffers or whatever. Yeah, just stumbling backwards from their gaffing into the camera, you know, over yeah. and over and over. I mean, gaffers yeah. more like goofers. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, you would have thought that somebody left some stray banana peels lying around on yeah. on the set. This I time. kept oh, kind yeah. of punching Ben in the arm and saying, "Gaffers more like goofers." Yeah. Am I right? Oh yeah, that's the hundredth time I've heard you say yeah. that one because we keep we've watching watched it, it ninety nine times. <laughs> yeah, right. And I said and it twice during the first watch. Exactly. <laughs> you kind of eased up after that. <laughs> um, so, so Trish, are like, I was struck by how big this competition is. Is there that much of a market for these big giant hip hop dance competitions in the real world? Well, you know, it's interesting. There, do you do a lot of hip-hop dance competitions if you're on a company or a team in a town yeah or a city mm-hmm. you're gonna do these competitions because it's an opportunity to win medals or awards right and we yeah. all want awards we all want validation Trisha, so. how many awards do you have <sighs> no idea yeah. more than a hundred probably maybe yeah. I'd have to go back and count. But I don't have any singular awards. Well, awards, they're all from being on a team. Yeah. A crew is what they a call crew. it, right? Well, yeah. a team, a crew, a company. It depends on who you're talking to. A troop. To. A troop, sure. Yeah. 
Um, you guys do your little that would skits. be hip hop, right? Yeah. A little dance skit. Uh huh. Our little Troop dance was skits. what they were calling themselves in this one. Oh yeah. In this episode, yeah. right? Um, like let's hear it for like let's hear it for the next troop is what the judges sure. would be saying in this episode. One hundred percent. And yeah. any of those are really correct. Right. Um. But yeah, I mean, you have there's kind of a divide. You have the the local ones that aren't as popular, and then you have yeah. the ones on TV which are hugely popular Super. so it was really like worlds colliding here because you had one a local hip-hop dance competition that they were shooting for live tv mm-hmm. and you're like wow this is kind of just like bringing the crowd to you know dance in chicago and not necessarily in los angeles or wherever else they would be yeah i think they're trying to make something happen here yeah you know? like, oh you and tell did they they're really trying to to make this thing pop off yeah right and, and it did Oh, definitely. In a couple different ways. So, I mean, after we push through the doors, we, we basically, um, we see a, we see a big opening number, right? I mean, you could actually say pushing through the doors with all the tap dancers and the ballet dancers and the jazz dancers was kind of an opening number. Yeah. Yes. Um, kind of like the intro. To, it was, oh, you know what it was like? It was like the intro to La La Land. Uh-huh. Oh, right? yeah, sort of. Yeah. It was yeah. Kind of like, like they're that. on the highway, but in Yeah, they're on the highway, but indoors. But on Boys. Snowpiercer train. Uh-huh. It was like if La La Land took place on the Snowpiercer train. But the Snowpiercer train was just a long corridor of do- doors. Yes. It would. Well, yeah. Because now be we're this. getting out of the analogy and just into describing it again for sure. <laughs> but yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. There wasn't a train. There. Okay. There was okay, no train. So now Let's I'm be confused. clear. No train. There okay. Was no there train. was no train. Yeah. There were doors. Okay. What has doors but isn't a train? Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of that guy's name. A corridor. <laughs> What? Uh, um, Jim, oh, Jim, Jim Morrison. Morrison. <laughs> yeah. And not the lead singer of Train. That other guy. Jim yeah. Dore. Dropping Jupiter. <laughs> That's so far off. Dropping Jupiter is so far <laughs> off from being a guy's name. Uh, and it's not even what their song's called. It's called Jupiter. Dro- it's drops, drops, drops of Jupiter. Jupiter. Drops of Jupiter. And the guy who sings it is Dropping Jupiter. I yeah, love Jim Dore. Dropping Jupiter sounds like a uh, <laughs> pop punk band or whatever. <laughs> I hope it is. Kind of like what's that? Uh, like taking back Sunday. Yeah. Or dropping Jupiter. Some November thing. Save Ferris. Ah, so you have a verb and a thing. Yeah. A nice. verb and a noun. Um, yeah. Dropkick exactly. Murphys. There we go. So that has been uh, a new segment that we don't have a name for yet. Uh, so now let's return to. We don't have a name for it yet. Let's call it Dropping Jupiter. So that's been Dropping Jupiter. Thank God. Uh, and now let's get back to the recap. Uh, so we have this big opening number where one of the troops is up and... Uh, they dancing. Up on the stage. Yeah, dancing. Yeah. And um, some of the moves that they did were honestly mind-blowing. Yeah, I've never seen tricks like that before. But and that's the thing about- I'm, not a, I'm not an experienced dance watcher. Okay, but guess who is? Exactly. The judges. Exactly. The judges of the show. Are so the expert. We had like three judges or more, and <laughs> yeah, a couple more than depended on a couple time. of them were we had um, familiar faces. Simon Simon Cowell, Cowell himself. Yeah, yeah, Simon Scowl. Uh yes, and he brought his signature scowl. Well, he did. He had so much work done recently that I don't think he's capable of scowling anymore. Oh yes, but this isn't my plastic. It was an upside down scowl he was wearing for sure. Uh huh. Yeah. Because uh, he definitely had like kind of a grin a just plastered on there. Yeah. 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 And then another one. Didn't always match his... Um, We'll get back to that. Because I want to get back to Simon's judging. But okay. uh, the, the other judge, Sarah. Oh, yeah. Paula Abdul. Yes. Looking great. Formerly a team, right? 
Simon and Paula, they were on a show prior to this. Right. So this is a little bit of a reunion for these two in this show within a show. Yeah. And it's a little chilly between the two of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You got that. Famously had a big spat, a big row, as Simon would call it. And it's not a row. I think it's a row. A row? Yeah. Huh. Depends on which one of them sang it. So they had that. (laughs) Uh-huh. And then we had kind of an odd duck out. Yeah, somebody who's never been part of the dance world ever in their life. Uh, at least has never been part of a threesome that we know of with Simon Cowell. But and he's Paula probably been part of a threesome. Because he's hot. Absolutely, definitely. He's, uh, yeah, he's got a. He's so hot. He's got to let it burn. Yep, that's right. It's Usher. Usher, a town down. Yeah. So, <laughs> Trisha, what I'm curious about is, you know. These are three heavy hitters in the dance judging world, right? Sure. So do you, basically what I want to know is like, you know, like, do you, do you trust them in terms of their judgments within this show? Yeah, I do. I mean, I think, I think you, you can, you don't have to be good at dancing necessarily to know when you're seeing good dancing. Mm. Oh. I think that it really, you really, you'll see, you know, it'll come back to the basics and it's a lot of just being visually appealing and aesthetically pleasing to audiences and, and, you know, and if you're a good dancer, you should be appealing and should be pleasing to people who aren't dancers. Yeah, right? that's right. Absolutely. I mean, Simon Cowell, what he kept coming with was, so Usher was talking about the footwork, you know, yeah. and he was okay. like getting really specific. And I want to say something about Usher and feet. Okay. As long as we're talking about Usher and footwork. All mm-hmm. right. Uh-huh. Yeah. I remember one. In ta- fact, we've only just started talking about it. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> so I just want to make sure I get this out. Are. I want to make sure this comes out. Yeah. Okay. So I remember when I was like maybe 12, 11 I and my mom started That's tall. Yeah. <laughs> and my mom let me start buying like magazines at the grocery store, like a cosmopolitan or a glamour or something. And it was like a women's magazine and Usher was in it in one of those little talking head things where it was like, We asked celebrities this thing and they told us and it was like, What are turnoffs for you and women? And I remember so vividly Usher being like, if a woman doesn't have a pedicure then I'm not going to have sex with her. Yeah. And I wow. think about that all the time. It's an extraordinarily, uh, it's an extraordinarily, uh, extraordinarily level of self-awareness in some ways. I mean, it's ridiculous to say it, but it's also just for him to know that. About himself. About himself. It was like this that thing. That he would it, check a woman's foot. Right. Before, like, you got to be aroused before you yeah, see. Yeah, she could be a, wearing thigh-high boots and you guys have been fooling around for 30 minutes right. before you even see her toe. Right. Yeah, I don't fucks with feet like that. You could fuck her with her shoes on. Right. Anyway. Maybe that's what you have to do in that situation. That's my favorite Fuck her with her shoes on. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, it made, when I was younger, it made me think. Okay, I gotta have a pedicure all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Otherwise, in case I meet Usher, he's not gonna want to hook up with fuck me. You. Yeah, wow. And I still haven't had sex with Usher. So what's it? But all you've been always for? had a pedicure. But I've always had a pedicure. It's the same always one since ready. I was eleven. Money down the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, money down the drain. <laughs> money down the drain. Damn. Uh, toes gotten bigger. 
So Ursher knows a thing or two about feet, right? I mean, yeah, honestly, that's kind of I what think I was going to say. On the stage, you're off. Yeah, that's kind of what I was So we can get. all accept that Ursher, sure. he knows what he's talking about. And Simon he was Kelpick checking to, each of their toes one oh, he by really one. Was. This he little piggy glass. went to market. This little yeah. piggy stayed home. <laughs> he had a magnifying glass to make sure that their um, petty wasn't cracked or chipped. Wow. Right? So he was going up. He had the monocle. <laughs> He had the mag- monocle and a magnifying glass. And a microscope. And a telescope. <laughs> <laughs> and he had a cart that he was wheeling this whole contraption around on in front of him just to carry it around. Well, it's real good the ballet dancers weren't competing because God oh. knows they, they would not have pedicures. Ugly feet. Yeah, they would not. Their Ugly, feet, gnarled. You got to wonder if that's maybe why, body. in fact, they are manning the front door. Maybe. Right? Because, you know, why as don't they get to be from as far Australia's away from Usher as possible? Yeah. So <laughs> Simon Cowell, though, not There's, a dance expert. He's a talent expert. He's a do I like this expert. He's and an expert in sort of being mean yeah. to people. But I think that the um, the the smile operation has turned him upside down a little bit here because he's because you know the uh, the Botox whatever you call it. Uh, yeah, the smile <laughs> operation. They gave him a smile. They put a smile on his face. You know Let me about? put a smile on that face. Is they, that Joker? It's so far from being the Joker's voice that it. I thought it was seems the Joker. Deliberate. I thought the Joker was you know, in the room. I could not disagree more. Like a deliberate choice that it didn't sound like the Joker. Let me put a smile on that face. Okay, yeah, okay. that threw me off. Yeah. That one. Now wasn't. we're getting closer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm moving further away, okay. like much further away with that one. Well, Simon Cowell, I mean, he kept saying, you know, like, oh, th- that makes me horny, baby. <laughs> you know, whenever he would see a troop pull off Powers a group, or that makes me horny, baby. Uh-huh. That's what he would kind of say. He <laughs> did have an Austin Power vibe this entire show. Well, fluffy shirt. I never noticed that until His just now. His chest always Fluff, out. Fluffy I was shirt. wondering why he was wearing that suit, and I'm now realizing it fits with the character choice he made. Yeah. He kind of... and. As part of a uh, smile operation, they put in those kind of funky bad teeth. They gave him bad teeth. Yeah. Because he's, because Simon Cowell, he's, he's British. Can we all agree? Yeah. And, um, <laughs> but you wouldn't know it by his teeth, right? Because no. he has had, he has perfect teeth. Yeah. Not in this show this time. No, not he was really country. going back to his roots, his British roots in this show. Yeah. yeah his root canal. <laughs> I was, they, yeah, these kind of, these, Two big buck teeth sticking out in the front. I mean, it really was... Uh, sort of a mop-top haircut. Yeah. It was a spectacle. I mean, there were moments where it was hard for me to focus on the dancing because I was just like, what is yeah, going on, on with that, Simon? Two tracks, PIP. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah don't forget. A lot, a don't forget, there's a on. second window going on the whole time with the Exercise full audio play <laughs> of, um, t- of um, Ty Bo leading... Uh, Billy Blanks leading Ty Bo, basically. <laughs> I mean, it's dancing, but he's like, Tybo's kind of like dance. I mean, so, in that there's like choreographed moves movement, that you follow yeah. along with. Yeah. He kept going to double time. Like every 30 seconds, it was double time. And it was a little distracting. Yeah. A little. It was a little distracting. There's no accounting for taste, though. So. What does that mean? Um, it's basically a way of saying, you know, so you know what we do on this show, right? Uh-huh. Which is we provide. Perfect which is perfect. We provide perfect criticism uh, and interpretation and theory and takes, like you said, uh-huh. on the best show on television, Chicago Heroes. Uh-huh. Uh, when you said there's no accounting for taste, I think it's like basically a way of invalidating that entire body of work. 
Oh, that's cool. I think. That's really cool. You know, you'd be like, uh, well, there's no accounting for taste. Yeah, I'm going to start saying that at work. You know, somebody explains (laughs) to you why something's dog shit or why it's really good. And you say, ah, there's no accounting for taste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to start using that a lot. definitely. So we haven't got... so, So in terms of the plot, what's happened so far is there's been a dance number Mm-hmm. And we get to the judging. And Ursher can only focus on the feet work. Paula Abdul does her thing. <laughs> Simon. <laughs> Not really noteworthy, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the one woman there kind of is. Well, there's just another there. woman that the we haven't even mentioned. The one yet. woman with really any dance experience, honestly. She was I'm just s- kind of. Uh, 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 uh. There's no accounting for taste. Well, no, no. you could say, in yeah, this, she, in this she was kind making of that sound. She was making that sound. She was retching, which I thought was a sort of a judgment. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. that was her As judgment. As to what she thought about that performance. Yeah, she was yeah. just kind of like, it's not even worth my time yeah. or words. And, and Sarah, I mean, if any of us is, um, if any of us is glossing over the performance of a woman in the judging uh, section of these uh, judges on the show. It's God. Uh, there's an it's God because there's another one. <laughs> it's God. There's another one still coming up that well, I was going to get to. Let's talk about how God's glossing over <laughs> this woman. Yeah, God will judge us all. Yeah, and then I'll say to him, "Yeah, there's no accounting for taste." <laughs> exactly. So Simon Scowl, he does his thing where he says, uh, "You make me horny," <laughs> and then we kind of get Which to the tiebreaker. Which kind of accepts and like cheers. <laughs> yeah. Kind of yeah. Claps. Then we get to the tiebreaker, who's the special guest judge. Yeah, and that's this is while the crowd is still cheering, horny, 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 and then our final guest judge kind of stands up and calms everybody down, does the thing with her hands where she goes down, down, and she it's who is it, Mayor Lisa, Lisa Kudrow. Kudrow. So in season three of Chicago Heroes, uh, Chicago's got a new sheriff in town, and she's the mayor, and that is Lisa Kudrow. <laughs> playing i guess i would say kind of a version of herself yeah just happens yeah. to have the same names all the same characteristics looks exactly like herself beautiful yeah. perfect which is kind of uh, crazy because simon cowell didn't look anything like himself exactly but oh, lisa kudrow look exactly like herself if you saw lisa kudrow on the street she would look exactly as radiant as she does a lisa in the street but a lisa, lisa on in the, the boob d- tube yep uh, yep that's from usher song yes the one about feet yeah he's on foot patrol and we're gonna get to the climax but we're nowhere near it yet (laughs) beautiful so we've kind of we've kind of had the intro to this episode and now yeah this is all just sort of setting the stage right i mean if you're a if you're a a viewer of chicago heroes you know that there's got to be some room for heroics here uh and that's not just going to be good dancing no Um, there's there's usually in these episodes of this show there's usually some kind of a crime element or something. Ooh, or a mystery. A mystery. Hmm. And so we we get that when the next troop comes onto the stage. Mm. Yeah. So this was a, um, I guess what was this like a B boys and B girls kind of a troop? Sure. Yeah. They were doing a lot of floor work and a lot of a lot of uh, B girling and B boying. So yeah. that's like that's like um, like tricks and spinning and you know these are all technical yeah. terms. Up rocks, down flips, rocks, up, oh yeah okay you've done your research ben. a little flippy floppies yeah flippy floppies mm-hmm. yes the worm <laughs> heard of it and let's and let's be clear here <laughs> heard of it let's be clear here when we when, when trish says that they were doing a lot of tricks um they were all doing the worm Oh yeah, right? I mean, there's like maybe twelve That's people like, in this troop, and they were all doing the worm synchronized just worming back and is forth huge. across the st- yeah. stage. Yeah, and it was very um, 
physical. Yeah. Yeah. Which definitely. you'd hope most dance would be, but Sometimes this was not, more particularly was physical. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, some of it was more like verbal. <laughs> there was, I forgot to mention <laughs> I that forgot there about was, the, I totally the forgot yelling that. dance troupe. Yes, there was the young dancing, dance troupe. That, dancing, <laughs> dancing, dancing. They literally just said what they were doing. Kick and toe and touch. And That's what's interesting verbatim. is it wasn't even really yelling, you know? <laughs> so that it was kind so of. So there were moments chanting, where it was hard to hear yeah. what they were doing. And so you missed parts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm still not sure why they put that scene in there because that came right between the opening and then this troop coming onto the stage. So it was kind of like, the fuck? You know, and that brings us to today's da fuck moment, which and that was, was it. that it. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. That it. So that's been today's da fuck moment. And now we've got the B-Boys, B-Girls troupe. Did they have a name? Yeah, they were called the Bees. Oh. They were called, they were called the, the bees. bees. And they they came out and they went, Bzz. we are the Bees. Buzz. Yep. And then they started their dance. Which we was are the Bees. Of, to be Buzz. honest, kind of like a... Um, power move to, to pull that right after the yelling dance troop was on. Oh, yeah. Because it was like, hey, uh, yeah, we can do what you did. Yeah, and also kind we can of do throwing a little shade. Bit more. And when you come out and you like start as a group and you're like setting up on stage, blocking yeah. the piece a little bit, if you will, mm-hmm. and then you do kind of like one auditory thing mm-hmm. that indicates you're ready. So if it's oh. like a big clap or like a huh or like a we are the, bee- the bees buzz, that's like a we're ready and we're here to like Sting ya. Crush. Yeah. yeah. Or we're here sting ya. Yeah. Absolutely. We're going to win. We're, we're coming And they for were bold. floating like a worm. They were. So after they get done with doing the worm for a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it really was a few minutes of the worm. Just a little <laughs> over and over and over. <laughs> to those first three minutes of Conte Partiro. <laughs> Then we get this. Um, we get this hard cut. Into a Missy Elliott song. Yes, flip it and reverse it. And so they did the worm backwards. For what seemed like three more minutes. At least three more. And then they finally kind of settle into their main song uh-huh. for for their performance i mean that was what, kind of just an in- <laughs> <laughs> what we think is going to be their main song that was right? kind of just an intro um, to it all yeah. <laughs> so old town road starts playing and <laughs> and and then we get our like they're doing the horsey we get our inciting incident for the episode yeah. right because when when old town road only kicks, about 45 minutes you're in. really we're really yes. tired at this point the viewer is tired oh yeah old town road kicks in for the second time <laughs> and uh, all the dancers, um, they kind of, they do like a move where they stop. And yeah, they, they stand at attention. They stand at attention. Uh, and, and a horse trots out. A horse trots out. Which everyone, you can just see security being like, how did they get that? Yeah, aiming their rifles where, at that horse. <laughs> where did yeah. this horse come from? Who brought this in? No one checked that. Yeah. And you got to get a couple shots of that too. Like security being like, what? And honestly, it did not turn out to be for much because the horse just sort of like walked through <laughs> the stage and then Another back off distracting stage. element of yeah. this episode. Yeah. yeah. It's not 100% clear to us at this point. So feel free to um, disagree get at us with in your the theories. comments. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this is, this is as good a time as any to say um, we're not sure whether the horse was an intentional part of the troops' performance or whether it was just a coincidence. But um, 
<laughs> Feel free to sound off at us about that on Twitter at please save me pod. Uh, you can also email us at please save me pod cast at gmail.com i believe mm-hmm. i think that's it sure uh and just like hit us up with what you think um was it a coinky dink or a uh, conspiracy that this horse or neither that this horse was on the stage yeah probably not going to be the most exciting part of the episode to get yeah you can lead a horse to water ben but you can't make him tweet at us no definitely not <laughs> um so the horse is gone and then and they all keep all the dancers are gone or there are there <laughs> yeah horses gone and dancers are there and they're dancing and then they do this kind of move where they all rip their shirts off mm-hmm. and then we see something yep and Ex- it's, yeah exactly it's not good no it's not good. it's not another horse let me ask you um sarah or trisha either one of you what's the last thing that you expect to see when a dancer rips off their tearaways and throws them into the audience a at flabby their gut. hot body uh, oh <laughs> last things you expect to see flabby gut hot body okay <laughs> you expect um, to see a bad body I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you expect what? to see just like yeah. yeah that makes sense you only need to tear away your tracksuit and rip it off and throw it at the screaming fans in the audience if you don't have that good of a body because you have a really good body it's gonna you're gonna be able to tell you through can tell the track you suit. can yeah. see pets yeah. You can see not necessary because you can, you you can, can see, see the abs through the tracksuit. Yeah, you can yeah. see pack. You should be able to see. You don't Nipple really have even. a six pack. You don't really have pecs, and you don't really have nipples unless you can see them through the tracksuit. Hundred percent. Yeah, and boy, I love seeing guys' nipples through a tracksuit. Yeah, that is what will really get me. They're only yeah. allowed to uh, show makes that. Makes me Randy, baby. <laughs> They're only allowed to show that for six minutes on television. <laughs> or, um, so I think that's probably so why it did after a not encompass plays. that entire piece. No, no, no. no yeah. No. Okay. Oh, but yeah, none we of this to say they scary. took winter coats off after the first <laughs> song. It was sort of to. like a magic mic kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. We're layers like, on okay. Layers on layers. Okay. Um, so anyway, um, so neither of those was what I was thinking, but the thing that was in the episode <laughs> was one of the dancers has this really fucked up ass sort of, <laughs> sort of surgery scar stitching okay. kind of situation. Come going. on. I mean, let's be honest. It looked really fucked. It looked like <laughs> it looked like he. It looked like somebody freaking did surgery with a butter knife, yeah. and then like stapled it back together. This guy yeah. looks like he got it in the dish pit of an Applebee's. Is where he got his. Operation uh, is this done. Saw Five? <laughs> oh, Saw Five. Yeah. Yeah. You got yeah, it exactly. Yes, it was. I thought you gl- said, "Is this soft five? Me too. I, that's what oh, I heard. Which no. I thought was like a surgical term or something. No, you know? I would. I couldn't. I never would know a surgical term. <laughs> but anyway, he I looked fucked up. Though. We can all agree. Well, right? yeah, yeah, he was glowing. His, he chest was glowing. Was glow- his chest was glowing. Right. Underneath and, the scar. Yeah. And he had... And I thought, um, oh, that's kind of redeeming, but then it turned out not to be. No, it wasn't. Because he had in his chest, he had like, um, you know that when you, you know when you go to the, um, like the dairy farm or the like mm. agricultural sciences building yeah. and a field trip as a kid and they have the cow that has the glass pane that's been installed in it, the side of it so you can see into its stomach. 100%. Uh-huh. Basically, that's what this um, Applebee's dishwasher surgeon like installed. Right. I mean, whoever they were. I'm just saying that was their skill level. <laughs> that That's what they basically installed in this dancer's chest. Yes. So you can see through to his insides. And you might be thinking, listener, if you didn't watch the episode, um, well, that sounds nice. That sounds like you can <clears throat> see to his heart. Right. Because dance is a window to the heart. Mm-hmm. It was not. No. 
he no. had, as you said, Trisha, he was glowing. He was glowing. I mean, it was glowing. It was red and glowing. Right. And but not normal red blood, but like like glowing. Like, glow. yeah. yeah. Like, like digital style. Yeah, yeah, digital. Yeah, yeah. digital. Like Matrix. Yeah. Like exactly. electronic. Yeah, it was like the exactly. Matrix. Exactly. Yeah. In a way. And uh, he had a bomb inside of him. We're just going to say that. <sighs> he had a bomb. There was a big bomb in there that had been planted inside of his chest cavity. And you got to imagine if you're the mayor, Lisa Kudrow of Chicago, that's got you worried. Sure. Yeah. Well, for a lot of reasons. A, she outlawed <laughs> bombs the second she entered office. That was her first Yeah, official. number one reason to be worried. Bombs are illegal. So that's that's fucked that's up. That's fucked. And that was like her initiative. So yeah. it was like her that's what, initiative. That's what she ran that was on. Yeah. big thing. That was her ticket, her big ticket item. No guns, no bombs. No guns, no bombs. Vote Lisa Kudrow yeah. for mayor. Yep, couldn't get it to rhyme. And the, um, well, can you? No, nobody can. It's impossible. Well, depending. Okay, no, no. When no gun. Okay, when you find yourself in the middle of a row, mm-hmm, too long. No guns, no bombs. Vote Lisa Kudrow. I like That's it, good. but it wouldn't fit on a sign. Yeah, but I like it a lot. Yeah. Okay, interesting. We're gonna need a bigger sign. A banner, maybe. Banner. Yeah. So David she's worried. Banner. Okay. And so a plan's got to get into action pretty fast here, right? I mean... Oh, she's worried for other reasons. Oh, I forgot. You said there were a lot of reasons she was worried. Yeah. One of them illegal. Two, scared. So scared. Yes. Worried for herself. Pissed herself immediately. Pissed herself... Yeah. Pissed herself immediately. Which we all know she kind of had a history of doing. But yeah. Yes. And that's she was not... really working on it. Not worth making fun of. Because um, sometimes you do that when you're an adult. And yes. she also was scared because she thought, okay, if everybody dies here except for me, there's no way I'm getting reelected. Yeah. And it's that third point that has her really in a fright. Because right. if all the voters are dead, then who will vote? <laughs> and and um, who will she preside over? Exactly, right? Her purpose is kind of lost. Yeah, because um, everybody in the city is at this dance competition. Every single person they counted when oh, they walked yeah. in. Yeah. yeah. You had to go. Yeah, you had to show your Chicago ID. It was, yeah. This was, um, you know, in North Korea, they have the, the kind of the parade things, right? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Parade type things, (laughs) Those parade type things. Everybody's got to go, okay? Uh, Is this true? Not exactly, okay? North Korea is pretty big. There's a lot of people that live in the mountains or uh, agriculture. Not everyone has to go. But if you you live in Pyongyang, if you live in Pyongyang, if Uh there's a big rally, you got to go. Or what? Who knows? Never heard from again. And so that's what Mayor Lisa Kudrow basically did with this dance competition. But nice. Oh, yeah, but nice. Yeah, she said, oh, please, please, please come. If you don't, if I won't do don't. anything. I won't do anything. But don't. she winked. Yes. And that was in the promos for the episode. So that's where we saw that one. Yeah. And <laughs> if you don't watch. What listeners might be wondering is how did we know the three things that she was worried about? Because <laughs> they were listed on the screen as it happened. Yes, and exactly. They, they did a shot up of her noticing the bomb and then immediately there was kind of like a pause thought and bubble. it listed yeah thought and it, bubble thought bubble like exactly. pop-up video yeah yes so and, and also on that third with one PIP. there was exclamation points with pip we were still getting this on yeah. the plane yeah yeah right. not typo anymore tire. yeah yeah mm-hmm. not typo mm-hmm. anymore hot yoga pre-tire with hot yoga yeah. yeah so if i'm the mayor and i'm 
and you're not. That I'm not gonna have any voters anymore. Yeah, I'm gonna do the same thing. Not. I'm gonna do the same thing Marilisa Kudrow did though. Okay, which is what? Call the bomb squad. Okay, that seems pretty obvious. Yeah. So she gets planned into action and she pulls out her big red phone. Okay, so if it's me and I'm the mayor? Yeah, if you aren't. I'm not calling bomb squad. Okay, which you wouldn't have the choice to do because you're not. Okay, well, I would try to dismantle it myself. Okay, and that is interesting because that is, of course, the first thing that she tries. (laughs) You know what? I have a question because I don't know if this was, I don't know if this was addressed. Maybe I missed it when I was texting or something. But if everyone in Chicago had to be at the at the event, yeah. why was the bomb squad? Were That's they really there? Or that is yeah. a good bomb question. Or yeah, they were in the air. Them? They were in the air. Okay. They were in the air. Yeah. Yeah. They were hovering above. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> if, do you remember when, okay, so after Mayor Lisa that. Kudrow tried, as we just said, to dismantle the bomb herself, yeah. Um, didn't get any further than the foot of the stage before. Well, the dancer she, kept saying, oh, this hurts. <laughs> yeah. Dancer kept saying, oh, this hurts. Um, <laughs> like, like, get off of me, like, lady. Frankly, she had no idea it was there. No. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. She basically just kind of tackled him. <laughs> and that was about it. Like, right? I'm going to dismantle this right. myself. And he goes, he goes, he goes, no, 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 no. Get off me. Get off me. He actually kind of freaked out. Yeah. Do you know why? We're going to find out. Well, you, you know why. I know why. And they know why. He goes, I can't stop dancing. I have to keep dancing. I have to keep dancing. She's like, I know that you take your work seriously, but, <laughs> but people you don't are going to die. Yeah, yeah. and every else is freaking out. Even yeah. all the other dancers in the crew are kind of like, in the troupe are kind of like. Do we keep going? No, yeah, they, yeah, they're just kind of wobbling. <laughs> well, I think you could they're def- doing the, like the wiggles. You could definitely tell that there were a couple of them that were pretty upset just because they worked so hard to get here, and they're kind of like, and "We then, were going to win, right?" And then, like mid performance, six minutes after the worm, like they still have six minutes to go, clearly, and they're like, "Why is Lisa Kudrow hopping on stage?" Mayor Kudrow, we have more. We have more to do. Oh yeah, because they're behind him, right? So they, so they don't even see his fucked up yet. chest, right? They yeah. don't even know. He's sweating bullets. He's crying, and he's like, he's like, get off me! I can't stop dancing. He's also pissed himself. Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. Right. So I mean, at but this that was point, part of doing big the piss puddle with Lisa. I mean, I actually had thought I wasn't sure whether he pissed himself or Lisa Kudrow pissed, pissed him. Pissed him. Pissed him. Yeah, she pissed I don't think him. it's ever really made clear. You kind of just have to assume. Yeah, there and that's what so I like. So much fucking piss and shit all over the stage and in the auditorium. Well, then oh, the other dancers start shitting because they're oh, just like bad. really. Well, their guts apart. got so busted up from doing the worm so many times. Yeah. <laughs> and if you don't immediately run to the restroom after that set is done, you're gonna lose it on stage. The most dangerous it. set. Yeah, the most dangerous set, really. Yeah. And that would have been that's. Keep that one for the rename remix. Rename remix that we do after this recap because uh-huh. that could have been another title. If we for ever this get there, so he's like, "No, you don't." He's still dancing. You don't he's, get it. He's kind of doing the don't get what. That's what he's saying. Yeah, you don't get it. You don't get it. He's kind of doing the Elaine, just trying to do anything. <laughs> yeah, just keep and moving. Just keep moving and saying to Mayor Lisa Kudrow, he's like, "Miss Mayor, you don't get it. If I stop dancing, the bomber is gonna explode this whole freaking place." <laughs> I, <laughs> and Lisa, Mayor Lisa Kudrow <laughs> says, Mayor Lisa Kudrow goes, the, the, the bomb's going to what? She goes, use your big boy words. <laughs> the bomb's going to what, bitch? He's, he goes, if I don't, if I stop dancing, the bomber's going to explode this place and everybody in it's going to freaking die. And then she kind of goes, come on. If you can dance, you can say it right. Say explode. 
and he tries. And they and get in a little tiff over and that. He and he yeah. You're yeah. kind of like, what's going on here? He's dancing. She's trying to get him to say explode. Right? They kind of do like a breakdance fight. Yeah. To kind of figure out who wins. He wins, obviously, because he's the dancer. Right. Yeah, she's so not. So she like, takes her lumps and she goes back to call the mob squad. Yeah. Um, and I was going to say from earlier, before we did that whole thing, I was going to like cover that part of the episode that they did on the show. Um, I was going to say... Uh, yeah, that whole thing. Because Trisha, you were, that Trisha thing. was saying um, the bomb squad was in the... Uh, where were they? You know? So you might have been looking at your phone. They were in the air, like Sarah said. They were in a hot air balloon that was tied to the... Um, to, to the, the gym. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> in a gym. <laughs> Chicago <laughs> gym. Was it Chicago Huge gym? gym. Chicago it's a gymnasium. big open open um open roof. Open gymnasium. air gym, yeah. It's open like uh gym. the Coliseum. Yeah. A gym. You know the place where the football um, teams uh, an play day gym. in the Dark Knight Rises? Yeah, Coliseum. It's like that. Yeah. It's yeah. So big. It's big. So where were Big we? Jim. So the bomb so the bomb squad um so we get the uh the I don't know what I would call them. I guess they're like a cable cranker. It's a guy basically. A crank yanker. He's a crank yanker and he basically he's got a crank and he yanks it around and around to um bring the hot air balloon down with the bomb squad. Yeah, on and it. we should probably spend a lot of time thinking of, or talking about how the hot air balloon gets down into the gym. I think so too. So anyway, the bomb squad shows up. <laughs> Make a long story shorter, the you know, oh. yes, they spent twenty minutes on it in the episode. Showing you how this works, sort of the inner quickly. workings of the machinery and how the crank being yanked yeah. sort of gets the hot air balloon to the ground. And they do a lot of myth busting around mm-hmm. what we thought we knew about that. Yeah. I mean, sort of I was excited, but then Adam ruined it for me. Yeah. There was like really there was really a I can't, it would be hard to overstate the amount of detail that they went into with this bomb squad it's how they yeah it would be hard they did a crash course in thermodynamics <laughs> i mean they brought a professor in yeah, to do it and they did a 40 harvard a 40 tweet thread that was like buckle up motherfuckers they we're gonna really teach you did. how to land a hot air balloon they really did though yeah they, they put a deal they, on the screen it, for you to order a <laughs> physics textbook it do be like that and though. send it to you <laughs> i opened a bag of chopped dates today from sunmade and on the back of the bag, it gives you a QR code to scan. That's their <laughs> that's their hundred and fiftieth anniversary PDF that you can look at to, <laughs> to learn about the history of Sunmade and get a couple of recipes that include raisins. <laughs> Riveting, that's some of the saddest shit I've ever heard. How many downloads? Do you- <laughs> Like, how many okay, we got a new. Okay, we got a new. Um, how much did that? What was that? It was a Sunmaid's what? A bag of chopped dates. Chopped dates. How much did that cost? Oh, three dollars. Okay, I'm gonna put myself out there right now. Hero heads, if you're listening to this podcast, and you can send me proof that you can send us proof that you purchased uh, a. That you purchased a bag of sun-made dates and you downloaded the PDF, we will reimburse you for the cost of the bag of the dates. I don't think you have to buy the dates. Okay, I have a new <laughs> assignment for you that's actually going to be free for us, so it's even better. All right? I want you to go into the grocery store and steal every last motherfucking one of those PDFs. Um, 
Do you think that there is un- it's a unique QR code for every I don't, bag? No. That would be amazing. It says free on the bag. Free PDF with purchase or okay, something. Okay, so go do an improv everywhere. Go to the grocery store. I have ever paid store. for a PDF before. <laughs> I did. It's incredible. Um, I, I, I paid for, for a some PDF. recipe thing or whatever. I paid time. for a PDF of Truth in Comedy because I lost my copy. There we go. Yeah. Nice. I have three if you want one. Okay, well, I already paid for the PDF. <laughs> okay, well, let me know if you lose the PDF. Well... This was truth in... So, back to the episode. <laughs> so, so what happened was... Um, so, the dancers got to keep dancing, and the audience is starting to get scared because they hear this... Uh, bomb ticking. Because he's got a hot mic. Yeah, they oh. hear the bomb ticking through the hot mic. Yeah. And then also what he says to Mary Lisa Is Kutra. it normal to mic up all your dancers at a dance competition? Well, not necessarily, but I guess because of the size of the crowd, they want to... Oh. But then also because that one team was yelling. Yeah. And uh. I could imagine that just in case... You know, anyone decides to do a verbal thing. There were also some like step dancing teams there. So mm. step dancing is shoes were mic'd. Shoes, but and but also mouths because they would say things. Mm-hmm. And yes. um, so you know, I think they just were like, it's just easier to mic everyone, even if it's unnecessary. Yeah, yeah. it's always easier to <laughs> mic everybody be. than just to mic a couple of <laughs> people. Would it would be. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. And they can't actually do sometimes in a in a dance performance or in a theater performance you might see hanging uh, you might see hanging mics you know over the stage mm-hmm. right and of course they couldn't do that here because it's an open air gymnasium as we covered so right. there's no ceiling right. yeah um, so there can't be anything hanging from anywhere um, hot air balloon this mic though but it's kind of hanging from the ground up into the sky yeah yeah you know, is it you, a stalactite or a stalactite. So <laughs> what happens is uh, the bomb squad gets there and we, and to me, I'm thinking, well, this makes sense. It's going to be the end of the episode, right? That's it's, it. It's bomb been, squad's there. Bomb squad's there. But no, there's been, a lot more of this episode and this podcast Already been do. about 50 minutes right. oh. of the episode. So you're like, say, it's got to be wrapping up. Because they show up and the leader of the bomb squad, who's a, he's also a firefighter. So I guess the city can't really afford to pay for like multiple people. So he's also a firefighter or maybe the show couldn't afford to hire two actors. The show could afford likely. anything. Yeah. And remember, they did. They remember bought that when gymnasium. Deadline said, um, Oh, the show could afford anything. The show got an unlimited budget. Yes. From President Trump. <laughs> Who? From President Trump. Hmm. Never heard of him. Never yeah. heard of him. Well, in any Oh, case, you mean the orange buffoon? He who shall not be named. Yeah, Voldemort. He who must not be Cheeto. Still not familiar. Hmm. Interesting. James and the Giant Impeachment. There we go. So <laughs> That's kind of funny. It's a fun pun. It's my mom and dad's trivia team name. <laughs> nice. It's kind of cute. So Joey, <laughs> this um, bomb squad guy, also a firefighter, he shows up and he's like, uh, "The cavalry's arrived, and uh, let us handle let let us handle this now." Yeah. You know? um, meanwhile, um, the well, cal- there's no meanwhile. That's just really what's happening. Yeah, the cavalry. 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 So the cavalry has arrived, right? And they're not on horses. They're walking. But there was a horse. There was one. Of so course, of course. I'm Still trying to, explain. you know what? It's interesting. Because you're saying that I keep making the show go, but you keep making the show go. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I guess I am kind of the wheels that keep the yeah, show going. It's just interesting. That's nice. It's interesting. That's kind of nice of you to say. So Trish, did you think that the bomb squad was going to succeed? 
Yeah, I mean, I did. I th- I thought that they were going to pull it off. I they came in, they really proved themselves as being knowledgeable yeah. when they took us through how to land a hot air balloon. I mean, yeah. that was just like, okay, these guys clearly know what they're talking about right. when it comes to that. Yeah. So it must be the same when it comes to bombs. Right. right. And I thought maybe we were going to get like a good 25 minute tutorial on how to, I was going to say detonate. No, they came in guns blazing. Yeah, they were just like, we're going to shoot the bomb. Guns blazing, we're going to shoot the bomb, (laughs) right? And Uh, I mean, they said it confidently. Yeah, that's what Joey says. He goes, hey, we're going to shoot the bomb. He says, anybody have any other ideas? And all the other people in the bomb squad, they all got to go like, no, 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 that was my idea. That was actually my idea too. Yeah. You know, then some. it was cool because some civilians come up and they're like, actually, yeah, we have a a couple ideas. Um, And they were like, shut up. You're an idiot. You have no idea what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, get a yeah. real job. Yeah, get a real job. And the whole thing is that Mayor Lisa Kudrow, as we know, had banned guns from the city and bombs. Yeah, and guns. that's why the bomb squad has to be in a hot air balloon in international airspace <laughs> is so that they can have their guns. Yeah. We're there, and their bombs, and their bombs, and their bombs, and Zombie. Hot air balloon. Zombie. And zombies is what if zombieism was real? Okay, nine but so, some people ten, say it is. Okay, sure. And if they're right and zombieism is real, nine out of ten, or maybe even I would say ten out of ten, actually, of these bomb squad because because I miscounted the first time, um, of these bomb squad members would be zombie would would be coming back from the dead because they all die trying to disarm this bomb. Um, <laughs> Except after, for Joey. Oh, that yeah, because Joey went to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, "Hey, we're gonna shoot these. We're gonna shoot this bomb, and I gotta rip a wicked piss." <laughs> yeah, that was what he. That was what he said, uh, and uh, he, he and he took his bomb squad. The reason I got confused, I can explain it. Um, the reason he I got confused was he took his bomb squad uniform off and he gave it to a kid and he said, "Hold this for me." And the reason we find out is because he was actually not peeing, he was pooping, and he's one of those guys who takes all of his clothes off to shit. Yes. So the show took that diversion. So in any case, that's kind of some fun character building. The point is, they fail, right? Right. Yeah, that's the point. Now, if you're this dancer, Trish, at this point, you got to be getting tired, right? Well, right, because I've just been shot at. You've just been shot. So he's dodging bullets up there. <laughs> he's yeah. dancing right. around bullets. Because they're like, the only way we can defuse this bomb is if we shoot it. Right. So they're shooting at him. He's, he's got to like, dodge it twice. I can't stop. He got to dodge it twice. Because it ricochets behind him. Right. And he's like, I can't stop dancing. You guys aren't listening to me. This bomb is going to explode. I can't stop dancing. And so he's trying to do his job. The, the bomb squad's trying to do their job. But they're not working in. T- they're not working together. It's not. It's yeah. Kind of like opposing forces. Yeah. Weirdly enough, even though they want the, they have the same goal. They want like, the same thing. Yeah, but yeah. they're just. It's just not clicking. Each time that a, it totally makes sense. First of all, he was he was tapping his mic. You know, is this thing on? Is this thing on? Yeah. And, and every time that the bullet would ricochet from behind him <laughs> and then come back by him and then strike one of the bomb squad members and they would go down, <laughs> they would shout "same team." They go "same team," you know, and then. <laughs> The rest of the bomb squad guys like just wouldn't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. They just go straight back for it. So, are at this point in time, is nobody understanding that he just has to keep dancing or else the bomb will go off? I think they don't give a fuck. You know, I mean, so that's, that's why the other dancer had to kind of speak up and say, "Hey, have you guys seen the movie Speed?" It's like that, and it's that. and it's kind of crazy because that 
dancer said that and then it clicked for everyone. Yeah. Everyone's like, like, oh, wow, that's what we're dealing with. They look like a step team. They like all got on the same page right away. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Just like, like total synchronicity. All yeah, they were all the, dancing out of time before that. And they the, were gonna lose the competition. Right, for and then sure. it yeah. licked. <laughs> and then plus the audience members too, and like the bombs the none of the bomb squad guys are left. They're, the audience know. members started doing the worm. Yes. Yeah. So it's like now we're thinking, okay, maybe we might have a crack at this thing through teamwork, you know? Mm. Um teamworm. But I'm feeling a little dispirited because the dancer he's getting really he's like Tired. he's like exhausted. Yeah, yeah. right. I mean, and I mean he is a family. Yeah. He's in college trying to get his education. He kept saying, I am a, I am in a family and I'm in college. Right. And it's like, you guys are thinking about everyone else here, but I'm the one that has a bomb in my chest. Yeah. Like, it's about to explode. I'm trying to go to college. And somebody says, I, is there a thing with your mouth? <laughs> and then he goes, that's, I, despite the physical look of what happened, they actually put the bomb in down through my esophagus and set it into my chest and just cut open my chest so that there could be a window. So people could so know you what's could going see on. It. But actually, they dropped very <clears throat> carefully. So that's why you're having such a hard time saying stuff, right? Yeah, he's like, explode, explode, explode. Yeah, which doesn't take your esophagus. anymore. No. <laughs> Does, you don't need your esophagus for that. No, you can imagine but it was crazy. If, I mean... And he does still, and we'll get, we'll come back to how this comes into play later, but like, <laughs> this he, is important. He does still have the, like the, the, um, the piece of twine that they use to drop the bomb down into his chest from through his esophagus. It's still hanging out of his mouth. Right. You know? So I'm looking at that thing, right? And I'm thinking, why don't they just use that thing to pull it out? You know what I mean? <laughs> That's a really good point that, right? that I don't think anyone really thought I'm just of. Not, not really, till the end I of watched, the episode. I, I mean, watched like, 99 times and I yeah. didn't think about that. Right. And that's why they want you to keep coming back with this distracting episode. They're like, we yeah. want you to keep catching, keep details. catching more and, and more and more, more details. details and then yeah. more details. Okay, so then there's a complication that makes this worse, right? Right. I mean, so so nobody else will leave. I mean, basically, I don't I don't know if it makes it worse exactly, but it's like nobody else will leave the you know Mary Sakuja tries to evacuate. They can't, and no one will go because nobody wants to lose. Nobody right. wants to forfeit, and that is da- we, we come to win. Life or death, dance is everything. So if you're a dancer and you're in a troupe and you're at a world championship, and something like this happens, you guys aren't leaving. No. We just spent months and months and months in the rehearsal room, crying, sweating, laughing, loving, loving, 69ing, 69ing to be here today to do our three minute set on stage. We're not leaving. We got to do it. It's in our blood. You read about in the paper most days, you can read about somebody having to have their, uh, have to be. Dr- to be uh, dragged dead out of the dance competitions because uh-huh. they wouldn't stop. What dancing. page? What pages? What's sports. <laughs> sports. Sports. Oh. Duh. Okay. <laughs> Freaking duh. Okay, know? I don't read that. Yeah. I just read the funny papers. Oh, I watch it. Oh. On TV. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, yeah, I watch Barstool Network. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the the what that Barstool Network. Yeah, I love Barstool Sports. Come on. Quality. Come on. Is that a barstool thing? Yeah. I just started watching. They trademarked that phrase. Come yeah, on. come on. So. <laughs> come on. That is, I would say that that is today's, hey, like that was this episode's, hey, hey what's, what's the, the big, big idea? idea? 
was, as you said, Trish, did you say, come, uh, you come to dance, you come to win? Yeah. That is the big idea. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. What would you do to win? Die? Kill? And that was one of Mary? the- Mary? These are all things we're playing with fuck? in this. In the themes in of this the, thing. Yeah, I would die, kill, marry, fuck, all. And there's someone else who would do, be a dancer. do all you. of that. And that's like, I we should. haven't really thought about who's the mastermind behind this yet. Master and commander. But, but we're going we're gonna to get there, yeah. right? So, I mean, nobody can be evacuated. Mayor Lisa Kutcher doesn't know what to do, right? But and guess what? Another one of our heroes shows up. Right. Mm. Paramedic Rachel. Because in a last-ditch di- last effort... Uh, the the dancer he he yells out into his mic, uh, is anybody here a doctor? Which people do almost every episode of this show, and um, <laughs> that's true. She's not a doctor. That's true. She's a paramedic. Yeah, and but she she still she raises her hand. Yeah, she says I'm kind of a doctor, <laughs> yeah. and it's and, kind of crazy because everyone from Chicago is there, and she's the only person. All doctors live in the suburbs. Oh yeah, that must be a big I mansion. Was there was like yeah. literally no other big person there with mansion. any experience except yeah. her as a paramedic. Millions yeah. of people. Big mansion. Yeah, in the suburbs, and. You know, she'd rather be here than in her little studio. Yeah. You know? So tiny, 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 tiny little paramedic studio. She's kind of like, hey, I could use the challenge, you know? Yeah, the experience. Yeah. I could maybe be a doctor one day if I tried hard enough. Could use the exposure. The exposure is probably good for her, too. Yeah, right? she's doing it for free for exposure. Right. Mm-hmm. So she gets up on the stage, right? And mm-hmm. she she starts to, she's like, I don't know how to defuse a bomb. But I can operate on I can but I'm gonna try to operate on you to take it out. And she goes, I listened to how to dismantle an atomic bomb a bunch of times on my way over here. Exactly. Is that a U two album? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I is that sure the, hope that so. That would make sense that she had listened to that because they probably stuck it on her freaking iPhone. Yeah, I think, uh, we, I think we all have that. Yeah. yeah we, we all, all do. have that on our phone. We and just choose to not And that listen. makes us more like than different. Yeah. And she probably had just, she's on that paramedic salary, probably doesn't have a car, had to take the bus. Yep, so she had, had no a lot time to of time to listen yeah. to it. Like, you have a lot more time to listen to this podcast. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, because the season's changed. Yeah. So remember that three hours ago? I do remember it. <laughs> she gets on the stage, and she's saying this to the to the guy, the dancer, and he's all like, uh, he, I, I was kind of surprised at his integrity because he just, like, screams at her. He's like, you don't set foot on this stage unless you're dancing. And she said, okay. Yes. And then she picked up right the moves. Yeah. Yep. And, but he can't stop, right? So she's dancing. So she's he's dancing. dancing. Yeah. Yes. They have to be dancing in tandem together, synchronized. It's carnal. Kind of, it was, carnal. Yeah, this was like a sensual, sensual seduction. Yeah. Right? That's the song that starts playing. Which is crazy because there's a bomb in his chest, but all of a <laughs> yeah. sudden, you as a viewer feel really horny. Oh, yes, you're just I, a I was. Popping off. <laughs> I'm so horny, baby. You know, he's all popping off. Yeah, A-Town down. A-Town down. I sure <laughs> keep saying that. Peace <laughs> yeah, yeah. up. A-Town down. Paula Abdul's doing her thing. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, long story, a little less long. I mean, she gets the freaking thing out of him. Yeah. And yep. it's it's really a pretty amazing thing. They shot this last part in one in one unbroken take with the camera swirling around them, you know, yeah. constantly yeah. moving. Yeah, like Black Swan. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was amazing. Cinematic, again, just these cinematic devices they were using. It was yeah. poetry. In this... TV show. Speaking of devices, some a device kind of exploded itself during this whole thing. The the bomb? No. Yeah, I was like, the speakers. I that. Oh, speakers yeah. went out with the music. Yeah, so the music cut out right at the um 
climax, climax of <laughs> yeah, you could say the song Sensual Seduction. Yeah. And the last part of this takes place no music, so they have to keep dancing. That's right. is that hard? Um I mean, if you're if somewhat for me personally, I the way that I learn is through rhythm and music. So mm. when I'm dancing, a lot of times I'm like singing it in my head. I'm like it's it's in my head whether I'm hearing it or like literally hearing it or not. I actually used to get in trouble for lip syncing the lyrics of songs on stage because I'm just like hearing it. In and you're my not head. allowed to do that. Well, they, it's not. It's it's frowned upon. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. They I kind of like that. Distracting. You if know. someone uh, Cal saw it, he couldn't frown upon it. No. Couldn't yeah. if he tried. Yeah. He might try to 69 it, though. He really oh, might. He, yeah. he lo- that yeah. guy loves humping. Yeah. So what you're saying, though, is this guy, character doesn't get a name, the dancer <laughs> with the bomb in him, he... Uh, he has a lot of lines, and he does a lot of work in this episode, but he does <laughs> so not he get a name. He's just bomb guy I in know, the credits. The cre- yeah. <laughs> he just never gets a name, which is kind of sad. They never ask him his name. Yeah. He's BG, just a vessel for guy. the bomb. Right. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, you could keep doing it, but you'd have to assume that everyone on the troupe is singing in their head right when the song blows out and is left... And it, it leaves well, and they off. did yeah. kind of do that. One of them sort of sheepishly starts going, "What a bright time! <laughs> it's the right time to rock the night oh, away." You kind of heard it coming though in this Jingle song. Bell time it's is a, and then someone time. hops on the piano, but boom, 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 and then the whole and then audience the, starts the, singing. The, there's, with a, them. there's a big like Fao Schwartz style. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, jump from key to key piano mm-hmm. on the stage. Like big. Yeah, yeah. and the kids yeah. start. Ba-doom, boom, 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 And the whole audience starts singing and they sort of finish up the dance. Right. And then basically pretty much once the bomb comes out, you know, they they go over to the crank yanker and they say, can you... Can you yank us back up they there? Say, well, they say, well, they, I mean, these In the they, can't yank the, they can't yank the bomb squads up there because they're all dead. Right. Oh, right. But, um... But they say to the crank anchor, they say, how, how, how can you um, crank this thing? So high I touch the sky. <laughs> so high I touch the sky is what he says. And, and then, the crank anchor, another guy who did not get named, was just no. crank anchor in the credits. Yeah, played by Howard Stern. <laughs> and uh, Rachel, um, she does a quick bit of thinking, paramedic Rachel, and she puts the bomb into the hot air balloon basket, and With- he starts yanking the crank really high, yeah, and raises the bomb up so high above that it explodes above the city, and it doesn't hurt anyone. Yeah, it was amazing. I wonder what that does for the ozone layer. Fox it up. It's that could be to- coming up. That could be. That could yeah. be kind of like a- <gasps> that could be like the um, day after tomorrow. Yeah. Is that? I would say mm-hmm. most of the people, you did see them pretty quickly get like one shade a little bit more tan almost immediately. Yeah. yeah. So, they looked good. Yeah. yeah. They looked really hot. <laughs> yeah. Everybody um, looks sexy. And we end on uh, Simon Scowl, right? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he freaking did it. Yeah. Not to spoil it, but he did it. He had a, a bad, like, I guess, what would you call it? Bad guy monologue? Yeah. Villain yeah. monologue. Sort of like a mustache twirling monologue but he doesn't have a mustache let's all say our favorite part of his uh-huh. mustache monologue okay okay you first oh i well i don't want to take one from you guys uh but- mine i'll go yeah, mine mine was when he started thanking his family kind of like in an oscar speech. yeah <laughs> yeah he was like hey, yeah. you know i'd like to take a second just to thank the people who got me here and he's like mom dad without you i've never gotten here and he goes on and on and on and i thought that was kind of like 
in a weird fucked up way sort of touching. Yeah. That he really gave people credit. And then also gives the FBI kind of a heads up. Like maybe you want to look into these people. If he was giving them credit, they might have mm. some plans too, you know? Or yeah, maybe they're fine. You don't know, but you definitely want to go talk to him now. And you're kind of like, what do I, I like? How do I, he like, uh, you're like, is he a bad guy or is he a good guy? Yeah. Because yeah. He's helping the cops. At first, yeah. you're kind of like, you're not really sure. You're a little confused. Yeah. yeah. My favorite part is when he goes, you want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> yes. Yes. That, part that was, was kind really, of sinister and twisted. That part was really good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I liked when he went around to all the, uh, people with the um who had got more tan like basically which was everyone in <laughs> yeah, chicago he went one by one to going, everybody he kept doing uh it ports the lotion on its skin you know for like buffalo bill from silence of the lambs with yeah every single oh, one of them oh yeah that and was weird like uh, yeah that was weird super creepy I'm not sure why he did that. No, I don't know. No, yeah. Not sure why he did any reason. of the things yeah. he did. I could have picked, really like I picked 99 or 100 of the moments from his <laughs> monologue, but I chose that one. So. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, um, Kind of a weird one. But and that was one. like the end of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was kind of it. That was kind of the You guys episode. enjoyed it as much as we did. Yeah. Um, I mean, I can't imagine you had to. Yeah. There's no way you don't you, enjoy it this. It was cinematic. It was Scary. poetry. It was a musical. It was... It had, it brought it had character work. You it had, had picture in picture workout video. Yeah, mm-hmm. music and oh, it was just it was beautiful, really. So the uh, title of this episode was City of Dance. It's time for and the I, rename remix. Ow! 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 ow. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Me? <So>, yeah. <laughs> what else could this episode like have been titled? Again. City of Dance. Uh, Kind of describes what happened, yeah. For sure. Um, I what what else could we have gone with? Oh, uh, so you think you can? So you think you can uh, save people? Yeah, you, for idiot. Sure. So you think you can save people, idiot? That one's good. What <laughs> are we going with? Step up to the streets too. Uh, blow up to the uh, beats. That's great. Yeah, it is really good. I had time to think of it before we recorded. That's fun. I would say maybe um, dance story. I love like that. Like Toy Story, just, but just, dance. So good. <laughs> just dance story. Yeah, kind of got that vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, every you could probably map every character from this episode onto a Toy Story character, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would call it uh, paramedic, um, like pirouette, but paramedic. Nice. How about Dirty Bomb Dancing? Oh, that's, oh good. that's good. Yeah, that's good. Um, flash bomb. Love it. How about gaffers? I think you mean goofers. <laughs> yeah. How about yeah. that? How about that? That's good. I think we did it. So that's today's rename <laughs> remix, and that brings us to our segment. Um, so we're just gonna tear through this segment real I quick love here. Segment. I love it so much. So the segment is something that we do every week, where it's just like. Kind of like the rename remix. It's um <laughs> just something an, we do. A segment. So this week's something segment we is going to be uh the um it's the uh desert island dance medley. <laughs> uh, so if your dance crew was stranded on a desert island <laughs> and you had to have a three song medley to dance your way off of it, what three songs would you choose? So we're gonna as a three of us. I think we should just come up with our 
if it was like, our we're three, the dance crew. We're the dance crew. We're going to come up okay. with our okay. three song medley. My initial thought is Mad World. I want Mad World, you know? Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mad are familiar faces. Worn out places. Worn out places. I love that one. Yeah. So I would say. I would say we definitely do hip hop dance to that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, I can pop and lock, drop it to that. Really? I'm going to say not loving this club. Uh, I don't (laughs) think that it's. Of the right tempo it's like okay. just it's kind of an in it's kind of a tweener so what's your pick i don't know i just wanted to throw that out there okay cool so not that one okay, okay cool um I and wanna... uh the um as long as you love me by backstreet boys is it's also even though it's by the backstreet boys and they do dance it's not really a dancing song so let's not do that one either okay, okay. definitely not okay did you, do you have one you want to do Ooh, that's a good question <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, my own worst enemy by Lit. Okay, cool. Okay, okay. yeah, 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 that right. works. And you? Yeah, I know. Okay. I know. I had a really funny one, but I forgot. Yeah, mm, yeah. It's not about being funny. So it's about. Oh no, I might have. Really we have to get our. We have to dance our way one. off the island. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mem- <laughs> I remember I had a really good one. Um, probably the Cantina band from Star Wars song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know that's kind of ripping off probably something somebody else has said on a podcast before oh yeah definitely sucks i don't want that to be the thing hamster dance Come crazy frog like, what's that ring ding 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 there ding, we go ding, ding, that's bang. good yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, ah, that one yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah is that chacarone is that the, is that what that is what chacarone Chacaron. No. Okay. Similar, ring, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> yeah. I, yes. I hear it now. It is. So that's Chacaron. 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 I don't know if okay. I know. Listeners, if you're out there, Google Chacaron and see if it sounds like the crazy. Ring, ding, 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 ding. So that has been <laughs> Desert Island Dance Medley. Wait, I want to say the full medley in order. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's Mad World, My Own Worst Enemy by Lit, and <laughs> <laughs> crazy frog yeah which we is also really show our versatility in this, yeah. in this three dance lots of worms yeah oh i think we go with 100 we go with the worm yeah whole th- whole worm dance. our way off the worm our way out of there island. yeah if you you know if you worm across water fast enough you <laughs> oh you sing. just you don't stay on the surface it's like of, that lizard that can you know the jesus lizard that can like, ding 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 <laughs> So that actually uh, just about wraps it up. That for might today. be it. So that brings us to our final uh, section, which is the original cast memorial promo section. <laughs> the original cast of Chicago Heroes, uh, all is no longer. They on gone. It. They gone. They dead. Bye bye bye. Bye uh, bye. That song is a good dance song, but oh, we did not yeah, choose we didn't it. Pick unfortunately, it. We didn't. Uh, that would have been Fuck. a winner for sure. I would have picked that three times if I'd thought of it. <laughs> so Trisha yeah thank you for coming on the show thank you for having me what a blast it's been do you watch Chicago Heroes every week every week awesome uh, what else do you get up to around Chicago wow so much going on um, well I perform on the Herald Team Mothership at I.O. wow nice. so if our listeners wanted to see you perform live they could come do that they could come to I.O. they could come to Logan Square Improv every Friday I'm on the house team there Holy Goat I have a feeling that some folks are going to be buying some plane tickets. Yeah, me too. Holy goat freaking rolls. Okay, awesome. Thank Mothership you so freaking much. Rolls. It's, it's a, it's insane a, how good they are. It's a blast. 
And then, yeah, right now I'm with my two dance friends teaching a dance class every Sunday morning from 11 to noon at Off the Ground Dance Center in um, Lakeview. Yeah. That's awesome. Lincoln Park. Yeah. Kind of. That's Off the Ground Dance Center. Off the Ground Dance. Yeah. 2907 North Clark Street. Exactly. By the Landmark Theater, by Trader Joe's. Exactly. Right by there. Right by that intersection. So you guys get it. So if you're coming from out of town... Just look, look for, for a Trader look Joe's. For a Trader Joe's. <laughs> yeah, you'll find it. It'll yeah. be right around the corner. Awesome. Yeah. So it's Mothership at IO. We got uh, Holy Goat at Logan Square Improv. And we got dance we got class. Got and dance sundry. class at Off the Ground Dance Center. Yeah. Trisha, so, thank you so much. Oh, thank you guys. I had a blast. That's awesome. Pun intended. I'm sure that our hero heads also did. <laughs> and uh, keep it keep keep it real. Uh, <laughs> and listen again next week. Uh, Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Smells like courage.